everybody welcome to the rendezvous podcast i am your host ariana shears and i am so very excited to have this conversation with my guest today's topic is god on the go and if you know anything about god you know that it is extremely important to be in tune with him and to be connected with god so that when he speaks to you you know when and where to go so this is a little unique episode because I am interviewing none other than the, I guess, would you consider yourself the CEO technically? I, I would, yeah. <laughs> yes, the CEO and founder of King's Glory Apparel, Zechariah. Welcome to the Rendezvous Podcast. Thank you very much. I'm honestly very excited. Like this, this is like a very big opportunity. I love it. Thank you very much. And thank you for having me on, honestly. <laughs> yes, you're totally welcome. Um, I want to tell, of course, the audience a little bit about how we connected. I look for different people to interview all the time. Like I want to make sure I'm really being in tune with what God wants to do with my platform. So I'm always just kind of like, you know, taking inventory of who I am following and who I find to be impactful. And one thing that I'm really trying to do my due diligence with is to make sure that I'm representing the kingdom everywhere that I go. So if that's apparel, if that's you know the music I listen to if it's how I'm interacting with people I want to make sure that I'm putting my best foot forward in every room I'm in so when I found out about your profile I was like oh my gosh I really like these clothes (laughs) I love that it's just straight word on the apparel and that's what really drew me because it's bright you have bright you have colorful items you have very simple like your olive jesus t-shirt that drew me first and foremost i was like i think i want to get this for my boyfriend this looks like something he would wear so that's what initially drew me and then from there i really appreciated the message so without further ado can you share with the audience why king's glory well how did you come up with the name and why did you decide to you know have an apparel business oh yeah of course so uh basically the whole journey started from high school honestly so unfortunately back in the past i was not a christian in high school and in high school i was like a pretty dumb person as well (laughs) and a lot of us (laughs) and i was in my health class at the time and then we took this personality test so then in the personality test, I ended up getting um, an entrepreneur and I'm like, what is an entrepreneur? So, and like I ended up discovering it's a person who does business. And then basically that stuck behind the back of my head throughout my entire high school. Later during my sophomore year, um, my mom gave me the opportunity to start an apparel business, to start um, a drop shipping business um, because it was very hyped at the time. I was about to start it. I got, I was getting contact with the companies uh, in China. And then suddenly my mom 180 turned, no, you need to study in Senai. And I got, compl- and then like, she basically threw out the dropshipping dream away. Oh, uh, wow. 
but honestly, I'm really thankful for it. Um, because at the same time, it seemed like a setback, but it really helps set me up for the future instead, surprisingly. So then later in my senior year, I'm planning on my college and my mom uh, let me get into business again, into e-commerce. Yeah. So I got very excited and then I started looking to dropshipping again. But then because I also matured, because I also matured, I also realized the faults with dropshipping, traditional dropshipping. Mm. So I was starting to, so I was starting to think from a business perspective, how do I actually create a long-term sustainable business? Because dropshipping was not going to be doing it. <laughs> so I ended up then later discovering this program and it's a program that helped me build my business. It's called Sherpas, um, ran by, by Ryan and Hayden. And they were able to help me and introduce me to a new type of business model. The business model being POD, print on demand. And then because of this, um, uh, they told me to like find a niche. And then like for me, this was around the time when I did become Christian, about a, about a year and a half before, or, a year, or, or half a year before I became a Christian and I wanted to be able to spread the word of God. And then being inspired by Matthew 28, verse 19, where uh, the basic premise is spread the gospel. Um, that's where I ended up getting my inspiration. And it's one of our and it's one of our main inspirations where you can find it on our website. And then like that's and then from that point, um, I believe it was this year, actually, that I started it during March, during my senior year of high school, last three months of high school. Um, that's where I really started uh, the company. Now, when it came with the name, at first I didn't know what to name it, so I just named it Christ Look. That was my first ever name of the company. Christ Look. Uh, Christ loves you. <laughs> Christ loves you. Okay. And that was the initial name, and like, it, and like, it was doing okay at first, but then I felt like it could be better. I felt like it could be more, and also that also uh, what's called there was a competitor I had called Jesus Loves You. And people always confuse the two. So I kind of had to rebrand. Exactly. And were they in business longer? Oh, much longer. Much more successful <laughs> than us currently. Like they're, they're like a lot older than us for sure. <laughs> and then uh, what's called? Um, so I basically sat down on the Discord call and I was with one of my friends. His name was Robbie Height. It is Robbie Height. And me and him just started coming up with names. And like we wanted something to be based off of a line. Right. Like if you were to think of a lion, what would it be? So we came up with all of these names at the end, like a uh, lion's den, um, like David's kingdom, heaven's gate, which I, mm. which I didn't know at the time, but apparently is a cult. <laughs> you know that I think I have heard of something similar, but I didn't realize it was a cult. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, what's called at the end, I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't choose that name. Yeah. And then uh, what's called? And then at the end, we, one, one night while we were brainstorming, it took about three days to brainstorm. <laughs> we came up with the name, honestly, God helped us with this, with all our prayer, um, King's Glory. And we're like, bro, that name hits hard. <laughs> and then like, what's going on? We did, not, we did not just want the name to be like, oh, it sounds good like the first time and then like later just like it's not as good of a name so we just waited on it and then like kept uh reusing the name and then we found out and then like what's called after the fourth day fourth fifth day we decided to go with the name king's glory <laughs> i love that just like jesus ascended so the 
The biggest component that really stuck out when you're talking about your story is how many times it looked like it wouldn't it wouldn't go through in the way that you wanted it to. You didn't let the initial pivot steer you away because unfortunately that's a common thing if something isn't going the way that you wanted to standardly people will quit or they'll turn around or they'll take that as a sign oh I probably shouldn't do it it's too much trouble instead of seeing it as as an opportunity to pause like when your mom initially told you hey look you need to focus on this instead mm-hmm. were you discouraged at all uh, 100% I was really discouraged because like uh, I at the time like as by this point I did lots of research on e-commerce and like that many different YouTube videos that would like help teach me how to do it yeah. so like so like of course at the time unfortunately I did get very discouraged but it always remained at the back of my mind in some way like of me wanting to do business at some point in my life yeah <laughs> I love that that's something that you stuck with in that early on you know in your career you allowed that first instance of taking that test to kind of you know guide you Mm -hmm. because that's really like the seedling and I don't I didn't realize this about my own self a lot of the things that I did that I do now started when I was in high school really yeah like I'm currently a massage therapist and Yes, th- yeah, it's um it has been 11 years, but I started in high school because I had no idea where I wanted to go to college. Mm-hmm. I did not know, you know, when I wanted to go to college. I graduated a semester early. So, wow. I essentially was yeah, I was like, okay, now what? So, I didn't take the traditional route that my classmates did. And my guidance counselor just sat me down and said, what are some things you're good at? Let's start there. And my family would always say, oh, you give such great massages. And at church, I would give people like massages, like, you know, during our youth group and like just massage their shoulders. And people would like have a line. There would be a legit line. And people would say, when so-and-so's done, I'm after them. Okay, well, when they're done, I'm after them. So this just became a thing in my life. But I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think, oh, that's a career. <laughs> I just thought it was something I was good at. So when she, you know, position or propositioned me to do that, I um, I said, okay, I think I will. Just like that. There was no fight. I was like, okay, what schools would I go to? And I went to school for massage. Oh, that sounds the rest awesome. Of history. <laughs> Awesome, honestly. <laughs> it's been a journey, um, and like you, you know, there were setbacks where I thought I, I thought I would work for like a massage envy or a massage lux, mm-hmm. and I interviewed with both. One of them decided to go with other classmates of mine, and the other actually hired me. I got hired on at a massage envy, I believe. Wow! And I turned it down. Really. Yeah, it didn't align with the vision I had for how I wanted to be a massage therapist. So Mm -hmm. I turned it down and I've been working for myself ever since. I don't, I've never worked for anyone else. I have my own clients. Um, Yeah, and I'm, you know, other business things um, have happened and whatnot, like having a storefront and then not. So there's been ups and downs, but if I really think about it, I've been doing this since high school. <laughs> mm, that sounds awesome. 100%. Thank you. Yeah, Very inspirational I, to, for sure. 
Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. God speaks to me all the time about me and massage and how it helps people. I'm curious to know if you've had encounters where you've been encouraged along the way to know this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. So uh, when whenever you do e-commerce business, right, you basically measure your success by how many sales you get. And then like, I, and then like what's called during the whole entire process, there's been days where I did not want to work at all. And then like, what's called, and then like, I, I, I would like be very dismotivated because like of everything that was happening. And then on, and then like on those days are sometimes the days I would do the best for whatever reason. And like, what's called, of course, main reason being God. And then like, and then like, that's what would help me and help motivate me to keep pushing forward and like even and even to like this day um whenever i think back to those moments where i thought maybe uh what's called maybe i should like hold off for a bit and take a bit of a break um that's those memories of those like worst days for me and like being able to get sales um really helped push me and motivate me even to this day (laughs) that's amazing it goes along with some of the conversations I have with some of my friends who are entrepreneurs. I have a a really good friend who is um, in entertainment and it's so interesting to see how you don't know when you're going to get your next role. You don't know when you're going to get your next like job. So to do something like that full time, you have to have your entire life submitted to God, because like you said, every day is not going to be a good day. And if just because it's a, it's not the best day with sales or you didn't get, you know, every audition, that doesn't mean that, you know, you have to stop. Sometimes yeah. it's just an opportunity. It's a valley right before you get to the mountaintop. It cracks me up all the time when I have the worst days and then uh, like later on in that week, it's like, oh, I see all those hard days I had were for this. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing that really uh, blessed me about your page is in your bio, you, of course, let everyone know what your apparel is about. Modern Christian apparel. But the part that really spoke to me is when you say, let's spread God's great word on the go. Mm. Would you say that you always had a feeling that you'd be called to this type of evangelism after you were saved? I would say yes, honestly. So uh, mm-hmm. the type of church I was raised in, like my the church I went to, uh, was a very evangelic, evangelic church, yeah. and um, the purpose of the church was to preach to high schools or to preach to college students because they're typically the people who will run the nation or the world in the future. Yeah. And then uh, what's called so from a very young age, it was always installed into me that uh, we should be able, we should spread the word of God to people who do not have it or who've never heard of it or who even had a misconception of it. So when I ended up coming up with this company, when I uh, came up with the vision of the company, um, it wasn't just going to be, oh, have Christians show their pride. No, I wanted to be a way where Christians, even if it's like just a glance from an outsider's perspective, they could see and like maybe even question um, what's called, who is God? Who is this God? 
um, what what does his love mean and stuff like that like to plant the seeds of the gospel with the mm-hmm. I think that's super powerful because now with you know like with social media and with everything being super accessible mm-hmm. people want to like look their best more people are so hyper focused on how they're presenting themselves mm-hmm. that it, it it almost doesn't make sense for there to be more people of faith with different apparel companies with um, different opportunities to pair with people to broadcast God mm-hmm. what do you what would you say is your favorite item within your current collection oh would be my favorite item yeah Ooh, is there a hoodie I- or a shirt I would say it's two of the shirts being the Jesus t-shirt mm. and the changed t-shirt. Yeah, the one you're wearing? Yep, the one I'm wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Zoom for those listeners. I'm on Zoom right now with the CEO and founder of King's Glory Apparel. And uh, Zachariah is currently wearing his black change shirt with a butterfly on the front. What? Explain a little bit, because I feel like there's a story behind how this particular design came to be. Can you expound a bit on on how and why this particular design and what it means? How and why? Oh, that's a great question. So, uh, part of my inspiration for some clothing, of course, other clothing companies. Yes. Um, and, I'll, and I'll look at what they would have and take inspiration, just like how a music artist would listen to other pieces of music and then like get inspiration for beats and lyrics. And then, um, so I was looking through um, some apparel companies and like some of them, like some streetwear, just regular streetwear companies had like butterflies and they would say transformed. So I'm like, yeah. Huh, why not change? <laughs> oh, that's so good. And then, uh, so uh, at this time, I wanted to make my company more streetwear as well. So I just created, so I just started creating these, all of these streetwear Jesus designs, most of which did not go very well in terms of. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I understand. <laughs> and, but then, like, it was, but this particular design um, ended up being one of the forefront and even one of my most popular items at the moment as well in the store. And, uh, and and honestly, I'm very thankful for the opportunity that God gave, like with the inspiration that he did give me. Because of course, yeah. it changed. Uh, when we become born again, when we become saved, we're not, we're not part of the old anymore. We're part of the new. Exactly. And, and we're changed because of Christ. And like our, we, we put our identity outside of the world and like outside of any idolic identities that we had we instead put it in christ which is like what a butterfly is supposed to be so like a caterpillar they're part of the old but then once they turn into a butterfly they are changed they're part of new like irrecognizable like completely irrecognizable from the caterpillar before yeah it's so like a completely cool. different it's a completely different state of being altogether. exactly yeah and the interesting thing i love the i love the butterfly um analogy and i love that you use it as the image because that's one of the hardest things as a believer and a friend of mine um such an amazing uh woman she was sharing with me some of the things that we as believers don't always like recognize about our process is that when you are changing 
I told her that I had to grieve my old self because you're no longer that person. And that's exactly what the image of that butterfly represents. If you look at a butterfly, you would never know what it looked like as a caterpillar. (laughs) And that's the the beauty of being changed by God and for allowing Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior because now you're seeing that there's a completely different trajectory for your life. You can do more. There's more freedom. You have more opportunity to see the world in a different way. There's just, there is an abundance of of treasure when you operate in that way or when you allow God to take come into you and change your life in that way. How would you say that your understanding of business has changed after letting God lead you. Cause I, I know that there are some entrepreneurs who listen to, well, there are plenty, there's a lot of entrepreneurs <laughs> that listen to the podcast and I want them to be encouraged by hearing from another entrepreneur as well. What drives you? Like what keeps you going? What ignites you to kind of keep that at the forefront of your mind and to stay in that vein in business? Cause I'm sure every day is not easy, which we talked about, but it could be so much easier to just do it the world way mm-hmm. instead of doing how God ordained us to do to in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say is one aspect that I always find like uh, from the most successful businesses to like the people who like drop out right away is having some kind of mission. Mm-hmm. Like for example, for our company, our mission is to uh, what's called not only give Christians something to wear with pride, but to also, uh, as we, as you said before, spread on the go. Yes. And typically, any successful company um, has some type of mission on the back of their mind. For example, um, one famous company, uh, Gymshark, um, a very famous uh, gym gym uh, gym apparel company. Their mission is basically help provide clothing and for people to get inspired to uh, to work out. Yeah, and, and uh, what's called? There are also many other companies as well. Like for example, Apple, Samsung. Like some yep. part of their mission would be to help improve technology and help push technology forward. Hence, why we also get like new iPhones, new Samsung phones, exactly. and all of these things. <laughs> so I feel like so when it comes to any entrepreneur, I would say one of the main things that they should keep in mind whenever starting a company is that there should be a mission. There should yeah. be some type of goal at the end. Because if you're just going to do business just to make the money, I'm sorry, you're not going to make it far in the business. No. <laughs> and sometimes even when you make the money, it's mm-hmm. not... And when you make the money, it doesn't feel what you thought it was going to feel. Within definitely. You. Definitely. Like, I, I remember... I was listening to this one entrepreneur. His name is uh, Russell Brunson, very famous entrepreneur. Highly suggest listening to him if you want like entrepreneurial tips. Yes. And Russell Brunson, everybody. Bronson, B-R-O-N. Uh, B-R. Actually, I have a book quickly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So again, we are sitting with Zechariah, the CEO and founder of King's Glory Apparel. And this book, this author that he's going to um, share with us is powerful for entrepreneurs. What's the name again? Uh, Russell Brunson. B-R-U-N. Russell Brunson. S-O-N. 
B-R-U-N-S-O-N. And this guy, um, he basically started, so like he was a wrestler in college and everything. And uh, um, he wanted to start a business. And like, unfortunately his wife and him were not financially the best. And he kept trying all of these things. And then he eventually came up with the concept of funnels. And it's basically mm. a way to, uh, for you to get people who are like um, people in the outside, in the inside, and in like uh, what's called some way into your business and possibly purchase something. From yeah. Before. And basically, his mission when he finally discovered this was that this is a way to help entrepreneurs build business, hence the mission aspect as well, which is why he's also really successful. <laughs> <laughs> and like he like wrote a book called like TrafficSecrets.com. Uh, and like I would on- honestly, if you're an entrepreneur wanting to su- wanting to succeed in the e-commerce space, I would highly suggest reading those books because the great part about some of these about these particular books is that they don't teach you like old business methods because typically um, mm. the, the whole cycle is there's like some type of brand new uh, way to make a lot of money online to make your business yes. successful. And then by in the time that method starts to die down, that's when these on uh, these like older entrepreneurs will like write books down of this method, which have like died down by that. Oh moment. gosh, terrible, terrible, terrible strategy. Unfortunately, <laughs> although <laughs> although the good thing about Russell Brunson is that he doesn't give you fish; he teaches you how to fish through these. Oh, books. that's good. And like he teaches you, like of course he gives like us, he gives some fish, right? He gives like practical advice <laughs> going on. But he knows that some of these methods are not going to work five years from now, or even a couple months from now. Right. right. So he, uh, so in the book Traffic Secrets, which is uh, the, a book that I'm holding in my hand right now, um, the what he does in this book is that he teaches you how to like what how to find ad campaigns that are successful like tracking them down and like and like copying them so you're basically on the boat early when the new method Uh, nice i like for any entrepreneur for anybody who wants to start entrepreneurship i really highly recommend him i would say it would be better for those who are like an intermediate in entrepreneurship Mm-hmm. Um, because some of this stuff is very heavy stuff. It was definitely a heavy <laughs> for me to go through for sure. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you sharing this because I see a lot of different sponsorships mm-hmm. online. Um, because I'm a business owner, I get hit with a lot of the sponsored ads for webinars and seminars. Mm-hmm. And after a while, you realize that everyone is saying the same thing. Mm. They're just saying it in different ways. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I've done my best to do is guard my heart and my intentions with why I might engage with a certain influencer. Like, Mm. am I just engaging with you because you make me think that I will make a lot of money? Mm -hmm. Am I feeling anxious, you know, with my financial journey right now? So I'm gravitating more toward people who are feeding that part of me that Mm -hmm. may be like slightly insecure or is it because I feel 
like you said, I feel that you're giving tangible wisdom that's going to outlast this fad of what you're selling right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm super appreciative that you brought that out because it's not, it is, it is a job to own a business. Mm-hmm. However, there are some, some ways that people can help us bypass some of the things that we don't have to go through. We shouldn't have to always do the unnecessarily hard thing just to get to a place of of somewhat ease or simplicity. So I'm very appreciative that you brought that out. I certainly am going to invest in at least one of the books and and apply it to my own life. Mm. I, I would yeah. highly I would highly suggest the Traffic Secrets book. Traffic um, Secrets by Russell Brunson. Unfortunately, I don't have the other books in my inventory right now, but because uh, <laughs> I, I still want to buy them and read them eventually. But if you're looking to help get traffic, this is a very good book to read. These are gems. These are bars, guys. <laughs> so we know that the Change t-shirt is one of your favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you say about the testimonies that people have brought to you from when connecting with your brand or just a testimony for yourself and what you found while you're creating these designs and while you're creating this this brand for God, what do you think is is one of the, the key components um to what do you think is one of the key components that people have told you that has blessed them from interacting with your brand i almost asked you two questions there (laughs) (laughs) so what has been a blessing so just to make sure of the question what has been a blessing for people in my brand yeah i would say a blessing for sure is uh what's called Hmm. That's a really good question, actually. It's a question I've never really thought of. (laughs) No, I understand. I ask that question because sometimes um, it's easier to to see what we've done when Mm -hmm. other people have told us. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was really awesome when I came across your brand. It was really cool to see how you were packaging the word. Mm-hmm. And in almost every shirt that you have has an image to go along with the scripture. So mm-hmm. it's almost like a snapshot of what you can expect the scripture to say. And it mm-hmm. allows you to connect a little deeper with what you're actually portraying on your clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to the question, what has people said? I... I will say what's called, they, they are definitely thankful for the clothing because uh, mm-hmm. I've had some people come up to me and so, like just automatically, your your clothes inspire me. <laughs> I like what's called, I'm gonna use this to spread the gospel in some way. Yeah. And like, and uh, with, with other people, they're, they're just, they're in the mindset like, oh, this is very dope clothing. Uh, mm-hmm. what's called. Um, I'm gonna get it. So that way I can express my Christian pride. Yeah. And which is something, honestly, I wish more people can do because inside a world today where Christianity is like constantly uh, what's called judged, misinterpreted, uh, mm-hmm. misscriptured, uh, partially because of the older, like what, like what's called part of the older generation. Yeah. Of course, no generation is perfect with what, uh, with what they do. Yeah. Um, it, it allows it's a way for people to express their 
Christian to express Christianity generally. And with those people, those are some of the people I love the most because it because through these clothing because you don't need to. Uh, I remember I heard this in the podcast. Um, why you don't need to scream to uh, what's called to be the best, but yes. why why not just be classic? Why not just have some clothing that expresses your Christian? Like just yeah. Stuff. <laughs> I love that you said that. I one of my my biggest gripes with like you said some of the not even just the generation as a whole but the mindset behind Mm. christianity is that it has to be last Mm. like we shouldn't always wish the world shouldn't be preceding us in every area we Mm. shouldn't see oh you guys are out here you know wearing whatever on your socks like you have you know for those of you who don't believe you know you should smoke marijuana i don't think that christians should be smoking weed but like if you see marijuana leaves on your socks on someone else's socks it's like oh gosh look at them like wearing all that paraphernalia okay well wear crosses on your socks like you know what i'm saying it's so Mm -hmm. simple but it's made to be so complex Mm -hmm. unfortunately And I think the biggest win is when we are in the world, but not of the world. If there's something that you like, then glorify God with it. And I I believe that now is a a better time that people, and I do think it is mainly our generation. I do know that other generations are realizing this as well because they are, you know, they have had wisdom. They've been on this earth for this long. I think it's it's coming around to be more acceptable, to Mm. be more accessible. Mm. and to allow us to to be accessed by people if if it seems like you have to be completely untouchable to Mm. be with god that's against even what jesus did Mm -hmm. he was looked at in the most ungodly light by people because he was not holier than now he was with those who were seen as the least of these and I'm just I really appreciate when there are are brands like yourself that make things tangible but then are also very clear because in your bio you also say it's biblically inspired and accurate (laughs) you're not promoting you know what you believe to be true but what the actual true nature of the gospel is why was that important to you to be accurate and accessible that's a really good question actually the reason why i do believe it's very important because i said before like uh um people in the world today misinterpret the bible in many Mm -hmm. different ways and hence why we have different denominations personally i don't hold a denomination because i find there's like some type of scriptural issue with every single one same (laughs) And uh, at, and then like for me, whenever I uh, whenever I do clothing, whenever it's gonna possibly involve any type of Hebrew, whenever it's gonna involve any type of interpretation, I personally always look inside the ancient Hebrew and ancient Greek texts, mm-hmm. so that way I can know exactly what I'm talking about, and not just uh, what's called just go by the um, the the world's interpretation, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Because surprisingly, actually, the the American like the way that Christianity is typically taught in America, it's actually really watered down. Surprisingly. Oh my gosh! Yes. 
like in like in the Bible, like of course there's like the story you know, there's the story like God creating the earth. There's all the stuff. There's all this stuff. But there's there's so much more. And like for mm-hmm. example, like the spiritual realm, like that's like that's yes. such a huge untapped topic. And uh, and it just and, and like when I first learned about it, it blew my mind. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then um although the thing that i found unfortunate is that other people didn't know about this as well yeah like uh one and then like uh what's called one guy i personally listen to his name is michael s heiser he goes through some of these very he goes through some of these topics in the Mm -hmm. old testament and like and then like reveals a whole bunch of it based up ideas that the average Israelite, the average first century Christian, these ideas would have been like known like like nothing like uh like how we know one plus one, right? Yes. These ideas would have been, although to us right now, they would be considered deep theological ideas. Mm-hmm. So so I think like uh because uh so and like that's why I also find a need for accuracy as well. Because when you have accuracy, you're able to reveal ideas that have been lost for centuries because they've not been properly passed down from the church fathers in the first century or like huh. or even like documented from the Israelites and how they <laughs> and I I 100% agree with you um, I too attend a non-denominational um, ministry and it it makes it that much more easier mm-hmm. to have a relationship with God because exactly. I'm not, we're not trying to fit in particular molds mm-hmm. and you know, we're not um, putting down anyone who feels that they do connect more with a denomination because mm-hmm. there's tons of scriptures that speak against, you know, supporting people and where they are and what they think and believe. And if our overall goal is to glorify God, that number one is going to connect us before it divides us. Number mm-hmm. one. Um, and then number two, if we can find what makes the other person connect best with God if you feel your personality is more conservative and you feel more comfortable you know getting to God in this fashion then we'll meet you that way what I appreciate about your brand is it transcends lines of denominations it's straight scripture so far all of the ones that I'm aware of they're about prayer and they're about love <laughs> and you have I, you have a very beautiful um, t-shirt and we're gonna tell you guys why you wanna why you want to keep this in mind there's a beautiful t-shirt that you have that is the pray and love shirt the pray and love shirt One yes of our, our third most popular actually <laughs> yes I love it because it's extremely colorful and it's mm-hmm. bold. Mm. it is bold and if there's anything that you know about God you know that communicating with him is extremely important to have a healthy relationship with God Mm -hmm. and to know God is to love amen and like something I want to add is that honestly in Christianity now uh, what's called with like more modern churches at least I feel like the way that they structure God they structure his love is honestly bad and like 
heretical and wrong <laughs> because like most some what i've talked i've like talked with many people um and um, about this kind of stuff both online and real life and some people tend to have the mindset that god is like a genie <laughs> like uh what's called god like uh god is gonna grant you your wishes if you pray to him and if he grants you your wishes you uh he loves you and it's like no that's that's not that i don't think that's how that works (laughs) it's like yes god loves us and like because he loves us he also says no to us as well feel like what's called if i went up to my mom as like a five-year-old child i'll be like hey mom can i have a poisonous snake in my room as a pet my mom is gonna say no because she knows i'm probably gonna die because of that snake yes and uh what's called and i feel like that's what some people don't understand because of course some prayers don't get answered that's that's very true although the conclusion i came up with after studying scripture and talking with other people who are theologians um the final conclusion i came is that it's either god saying no or saying wait yeah which i think is definitely a very important aspect and one thing i definitely want to add about the shirt so with the shirt like it's like very colorful like very rainbow as well um and i i've had some people like ask about the shirt like why is it a rainbow is it like supporting like lgbtq not that known is not but it is supposed to be a representation of the first covenant that god made with us with the rainbow at the end of Noah's. Yes, the promise. <laughs> the promise mm. that God would never flood the earth with water again. That's what the rainbow on the, the rainbow-like uh, colors is supposed to symbolize on the shirt. Yes, <laughs> I love that you've just been coming out with truth this entire episode. <laughs> because, you know, unfortunately, things get... Um, mixed in translation as you shared you stated earlier Mm -hmm. but that's why it's so important to be bold Mm -hmm. with our faith and to allow ourselves to find ways to profess the actual truth in love and i think you have done that so beautifully um with each of your items um this is a perfect opportunity to share that King's Glory Apparel has been so gracious to offer a discount to the Rendezvous Podcast listeners. So I want you all to head over to kingsglory.apparel on Instagram. Or you can go to kingsgloryapparel.com and if you use promo code TRP21, you will find a handsome discount on your items. I am so grateful for allowing me to be an ambassador of such for King's Glory. Um, Why was ambassadorship or allowing ambassadorship important to you for the King's Glory brand? Well, uh, one reason why I would say uh, ambassadorship is important, and like this goes for also any other business as well, um, for the entrepreneurs who are listening, um, is one, reputability. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because like I don't because I've talked with many people when trying when uh, uh, when getting ambassadors, and unfortunately many of them have been scammed by supposed Christian companies. 
Oh, wow. And, uh, and then unfortunately, um, in the beginning, it was like hard to get ambassadors. And then like, I wanted my company to be like, help make a statement. We are a real Christian clothing company. Um, and we are here on an actual mission to spread the word of God, to help, um, have Christians have their pride, um, in Christianity and expressed in some way. Yeah. So that's one reason why I wanted uh, King's Glory Apparel to have ambassadors. So that way, um, at the end of the day, people will be comfortable with the company. People will be comfortable with the clothing as well, because I did not want to be in a position where people would call my company a her- like heresy in some yeah. way. <laughs> Um, and like told me I'm a scam and I'm disgusting because of it. I've actually had some people say that to me, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but like for any new company and ambassadors, for any uh, for any new entrepreneur is what I meant to say. For any new entrepreneur or anybody even inside the entrepreneur business, having ambassadors, having people representing your stuff is very important yeah. for any type of company. Like, I don't think Gymshark got uh, um, where they are with ambassadors. I'm going to be honest with you. They definitely did not. Mm -hmm. And that's funny that you mentioned them because as soon as you mentioned them earlier in the episode, I automatically thought of the people I've seen with Gymshark, like, right across Mm -hmm. their abdomen or, like, anywhere. And And I automatically want to, number one, work out because they're usually someone who is representing the brand, which is fitness. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, did I work out today? That's usually <laughs> my first thought. Oh, did I work out? Or, okay, I didn't. When am I going to fit it in? <laughs> and then my second thought is I want to get my body to a place where I can look like that in their clothes. So for, you know, Christian brands, I think it's so important that we're mindful of how we're presenting our brand. So people have that same thought whenever they are repping the clothes. Yeah, I'm I'm wearing a shirt that says Jesus, but am I displaying the lifestyle where someone would co-sign that I am a believer in Jesus? Mm-hmm. That is something that I, I have been really big on making sure that whatever I do, that it my lifestyle matches what I say or mm-hmm. my outward appearance matches what what people experience from me, that they all kind of mirror. Do you think it was difficult being so young and getting into the faith? Was it difficult for you to keep up, you know, the image of Christ? Or did you have times where you're like, I I want to I want to be sinful again. <laughs> oh, like I I have those moments every single day. If I'm being honest. Yeah. And it's like, uh, what like for any new Christian, like what's called, um, it's very difficult in the beginning because like suddenly you have like all of these things when it comes to being holy. But at the end of the day, the most important lesson, and I and I, um, and I see a lot of churches leave this out as well is that it's all it's about having a relationship which is yes come on zachariah preach and 
Like, it's because of that relationship that we're saying. It's not because of works. It's not because, oh, I prayed five times today. Therefore, I'm saved. No, it's not. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I went to mass today. I'm saved. I listened to the pastor very, very hard. Uh, I'm right. saved. Therefore, no, it's not. It's by having a relationship with Jesus. Now, if you purposely sin, and if you uh, know in your mind that you're sinning, right? If you know in your mind that you're purposely sinning, and you, and you enjoy the sin and you don't want to stop the sin, that's when your faith and you being saved, you have actually having a relationship with Jesus, maybe question a little bit. But, uh, in, but, uh, but if you have a relationship with Jesus and like, let's say you did sin, but you regret the sin, you repent of that sin and you push forward, that's, uh, I would say that would be a mark of a true Christian because I feels like again to like the denomination aspect and like no offense to people who are like of different denominations as well like if you're in a denomination that and like if that works for you that's perfectly fine I'm not dissing on you guys <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I do see in some in some denominations is that they have like requirements for you to be saved um you need to uh do 20 Hail Marys um in order to get your sin washed away Catholicism is is not entirely biblical, by the way, which is why I mentioned that. <laughs> and like, uh, they have you do all of these things. Although, as said, I like I remember I read this in Galatians. Let me pull up the first quickly. Yeah, of course. A little Bible study on the way. I like it. Again, for those of you listening, we are having a conversation with founder and CEO of King's Glory Apparel, Zachariah. Uh, Make sure you go to kingsglory.apparel on Instagram or kingsgloryapparel.com. Use the promo code TRP21 for a discount on your purchase right now we're looking up a scripture in galatians um just kind of going over what it looks like to um to be in the faith and why we need to understand what our relationship with god looks like apologies it said you may have been time to find the verse (laughs) it's okay do you remember what um because i i sometimes have a very difficult time realizing the address but if i start describing it then it'll like come to me and i may find it yeah i also found the first by the way um oh good nice um it's ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 through 9 for ephesians 2 8 through 9 8 through 9 for it is by, by the way, I'm reading off of the NIV version, by the way, uh, for everybody who's listening. Um, <laughs> for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And it is not through yourself. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that way no one can boast. And I feel like this is, like, especially the end is a very important aspect, I would say. Because back when the Pharisees, because like what's called, when when God uh, looks into somebody, he first looks at the heart, right? This is is said somewhere in the Old Testament. Unfortunately, I forgot where it was. It's all good. But basically says, oh, God doesn't look at the outside as we would, but he looks into the heart. And like, if we, and if we, if this was a work-based religion, there'd be so many Pharisees living in this world right now. And like, what's called, yes. and like Pharisee type attitude. And like, let's be honest. There's still people. There's still uh, an issue right now with that very thing. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, I definitely agree. 
and like uh what's called and then it is because of the gift of christ that like what's called because you're you're you like if you pray five times a day and you claim that you yeah you're saved by that i'm sorry that's not what really saved you um yeah. but it is because of the gift of god and honestly it's only because of glory to him and like we can even find evidence of this in the old testament um if we look in the book of romans uh, i believe roman chapter 2 um basically paul's giving an is an example about abraham now some people may think oh abraham was justified when uh when he created the when he uh like started following the rules and everything right but mm -hmm. According to the book of Romans and what Paul said, Abraham was justified when he believed in God. It was not through yes. words that Abraham was Yes, justified. yes, yes. It was through his faith. And that's when God was able to gift upon him righteousness. Exactly. <laughs> what I appreciate about you going, well, you taking the listeners on a journey and really going and finding the address of the scripture and really going in and recalling it is because this is a tangible way to showcase how you live your brand <laughs> the word on the go the word on the go yes i appreciate this entire conversation for many reasons but what i really hope the listeners of the podcast takeaway is remember the rendezvous podcast tagline is a date with destiny so it's in very important that we marry how our everyday life is impacted by or how our destiny is impacted by our everyday life when you allow yourself to be a brand for God, for your vision, you allow yourself to be paired with people that you meet along the way that can either aid to get you there or you can um, find your tribe this way. But it's so very important to look at every day as an opportunity to build upon the last day. Um, before we before we go is there one thing that you feel is extremely important for the listeners to know when it comes when it comes to um the glory of god and and being available to it um or just anything that you might think is impactful for them to know to be ambassadors either of the two um well one if you guys want to become ambassadors uh come to kingsglory.apparel and then like send me a little heart and then like I can give you information on how to become an ambassador. Nice. And um, uh, what's it called? And you can private DM me as well. It's perfectly fine. Um, <laughs> and uh, another thing I would say when it comes to the gospel, uh, I said this before, but for the lesson to be that we are saved by faith through grace. I, I remember I was talking with a friend and like, I actually talked with him yesterday about this. And he fell away from Christianity for a bit because he was under the mindset he had to follow all of these rules mm. um, in order to serve God. And like he even told me that, oh, I thought God wanted me to uh, miss two questions on a test so I didn't answer two questions. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> And then uh, what's called? And then like, uh, it, we got to come under the mindset that we are children of God. 
and yeah. we are we are always like we are gonna make mistakes inevitably um as a christian like sometimes we like when you're evangelizing you may come off the wrong way and like take yeah. that as a learning lesson um don't just give up on it right away because like god wants us uh to be like children and like be be curious be uh what's called ha- also happy to see him because when you're a child and when you see your mom and dad you're not like in fear you're not like uh crying in the corner like oh it's mom and dad again no, no. <laughs> but instead it's but instead when we're young children we come with curiosity and wanting to learn and like in and, and i guess you can say as a kid a non-giving up type spirit <laughs> yeah so I would say, uh, if if you sin, don't be discouraged. Now, if you sin continuously with no regret, there may be an issue. <laughs> but, um, we call but, that iniquity. <laughs> iniquity, exactly. And but if you do sin, and like if you are regretful, if you do repent, remember that uh, it's all uh, it's always about moving forward. Human behavior is tough to change i don't care who you are you like what's called general behavior general mindset is tough to change but but um if you imagine on a graph right unfortunately this is like not online so i gotta show a graph like imagine like a like a four like a four-way graph that you would see in like middle school um so we know that the line is going up it's an increasing function the line is going down it's a decreasing function in your life as a Christian, like as long as overall your line is going, is your line is increasing, you're on mm-hmm. a good path. Doesn't matter the, doesn't matter how uh, how steep or how uh, what's the other word I'm looking for. Um, how yeah, how steep the line is going up. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't matter how steep or how horizontal the line is, as yeah. long as you're moving forward. That's because even if you're stagnant, right? Even if you feel like you're not going anywhere, come on, you're preaching. Uh, take that opportunity to like maybe even pray more and develop your relationship closer as well. In case you feel stagnant, read the word, pray about it. Um, then like what's called sometimes you may not get an answer and like sometimes and with those situations I interpret those situations as God testing yes. because like what's called there's been I believe this was Moses like sometimes God wouldn't speak no it may have been Moses I may be wrong don't quote me on this uh, <laughs> on the person don't quote me on the person but like I remember there was a person in the Bible Old Testament and God would not speak for them for 200 years like mm-hmm. you know could you imagine exactly like that takes a lot of faith right if god didn't speak to a person on this earth for 200 years man most people would lose their faith very quickly yeah (laughs) so if if you don't if you if you don't feel like you're feeling god like remember that when it comes to the gospel it's not about feel yes like i i I remember i was young and i'll talk to my dad about this and uh basically overall this is the analogy we came up with if you haven't if you didn't uh we all know the sky is blue generally right mm-hmm. hopefully um, hopefully <laughs> like we know the sky in the daytime be blue now is that ever gonna change based off of how we feel like if i say if i if i say right now oh That's i feel good. like the sky is green no i'm wrong like like scientifically the sky is blue right in a sense we got to take the gospel in that sense like we may feel a certain way but that but that feeling should not take us off um the rock, God, 
God being our rock and solid foundation. That's so good. I love that you ended on that because it can be so easy mm-hmm. to feel that we should be in a certain place. Mm-hmm. It can be so easy to say, I wish I was here. I should have been here by now. I should have been in this space in my life. I should have been able to accomplish this. Mm-hmm. I wish my business was this far along. But like you said, it doesn't matter what we feel. If the goal in mind is for us to get a certain lesson out of something, God isn't changing his mind because we have an emotion about his will, especially if we've decided to submit to it. Amen. So I'm super excited for for your business. I'm excited for your brand. I thank each and every one of my listeners for tuning in and checking out King's Glory Apparel on Instagram or kingsgloryapparel.com and finding what item speaks to you. What item can you wear that not only represents you but it represents who God has called you to be Mm. and you'll find that the more you represent your faith the more empowered you feel to stay ignited when you have your vision in front of you that's something you said earlier and I'm so grateful to have had this conversation with you and I think people will really walk away from this episode with a different mindset Um, for truth, a different Mm -hmm. mindset for their image, a different mindset to being a light bearer. Um, Mm -hmm. So I thank you so much for sharing this opportunity with me. Um, Please let the listeners know from your mouth how you prefer them to communicate with you and follow you. I know I've said it already, but I (laughs) want to give you the opportunity to express what and how they can connect with you. So if you want to connect with me, uh, you can connect to me uh, through my Instagram, uh, through our Instagrams, um, kingsglory.apparel or kingsgloryapparel. We host two of them. Um, you can private DM me or you can like leave a comment as well, although I have a less chance of seeing the comments, so probably <laughs> private message me. That would probably be the best option, honestly. And if you want to be an ambassador, uh, what's called just either stay straight up in the text message or leave a heart in the message. I'm like, well, it's called, I'll take that as well. This person wants to be an ambassador. I may ask a couple of questions as well. And like, and then, and then it will be, a, and like, what's called. And then I pray that if any of you do want to become ambassadors, that we may be able to have a good and fruitful journey throughout the trip. <laughs> yes. I thank you so much for, um, for tuning in to the Rendezvous podcast. And of course, If you have not already subscribed, make sure you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and hit the follow button. And then also, if you have any suggestions or any ideas or topics that you want me to expound upon more, you know that you can also leave that in review form on Apple, or you can reach out to me on Instagram. And make sure you're using hashtag The Rendezvous Podcast when you're sharing all of the info and deets that we put out for the episodes i thank you guys so much for tuning in as always we'll see you next time